0: Agile acquisition enthusiasts and welcome back to the underground digital tiki bar it's Friday night and that means it's time for another episode of agile acquisitions and alcohol so cheers all right on tonight's episode I'm going to respond to a LinkedIn followers request of Travis Gillum he wanted to know how do we deal with end of fiscal year budgets and how can we help agencies execute quicker? How can companies respond to this kind of crazy swirl? And uh, I think it's a great question. It kind of put me on, on, on uh, sort of shocked to think we are really there. We're at that point where uh, it is end of fiscal year again and everything is in that full swirl. I've been hearing it quite a bit, but um, tried to believe there was a little bit more time left in the summer than it actually is. Uh, so let's get to it. Well, uh, so first and foremost agencies find themselves in this situation where they uh, sort of protect the money all year long for specific requirements and then they get to the end of the fiscal fiscal year. Uh, of course, remember, they got their money late because of continuing resolutions. Uh, and then uh, there's also the execution uh, rates that the, the budget gets uh handed out to agencies and then filters down to the particular offices that execute them. Uh, And so now we find ourselves in this place, we find ourselves every year, end of fiscal year, agencies have money, they need to spend it. If they don't spend it, they'll get less money next year. A conversation for a whole nother video because I have lots of thoughts on that. Um, But the reality is for better or worse, this is the space where agencies find themselves in every year. And, uh, you know, there's a couple options, right? So there's, um, buy a whole bunch of hardware that maybe you need or maybe you don't need. That's not a great use of the money uh, unless you're a company that sells hardware or the agency actually needs a tech refresh. Uh, But generally speaking, there's other needs where that money could have been a little bit more effectively applied um, and it doesn't get there because they supposedly take too long. Uh, The other option is you have your omnibus agency vehicles where money just sort of gets swept to uh, that are incrementally funded. And that's sort of the cleanup of the budget at the end of the year i spent many of late nights on the last day of the fiscal year doing exactly that so um but there's a third option and that third option is exactly what we're here to talk about uh every week really and that's agile acquisitions right so it's how can agencies spend this money on good on good requirements quickly uh and and get some good value out of that money and doing iterative small acquisitions can be a great way to do that, right? So if we're not spending those real long timelines creating this like never ending uh, technical requirements document or systems requirement document, we can put some core requirements down on a document, bring in a vendor uh, and get them developing for like an MVP at least or a prototype those are things where we've seen over and over again, not only can we get them awarded in just a couple months, but actually get delivery within six months from the requirement. It's absolutely doable and a great use of the funding. Uh, there's several mechanisms which you can do that in. Right? You can do that under simplified acquisitions. Remember, commercial acquisitions, 13.5 gives you up to $7 million. It's a lot of money to spend at the end of the fiscal year to get real valuable delivery of software development capabilities. You also have all of your small business set aside exceptions under FAR 19.5. There's tons of 8A vendors out there uh, that can do great development work and I know some agencies have concerns about the 8A program and what that means for future operational deployment. U.S. Digital Service has worked with the 8 program manager. You can go to the techfarhub.cio.gov, see the 8 initiative. There's actually statements of objectives already written and a signed memorandum from the 8 program director that says if you use these requirements, uh, then you, you can use the 8 a program as long as it makes sense to fulfill these, but then you can move out of the program Uh, And that's not something that's actually created for the digital service. That was always the case, but this codified that when you're moving from testing and learning and prototyping to operational, that actually is a different requirement and should be treated as such. But you have the 8 a program there, you have existing statements of objectives you can just sort of populate your specifics into and then get those on the street and either sole source directly to an 8 a or do a limited acquisition amongst 8 As. And remember, even when you're sole sourcing as part of your market research, you can go out and talk to those 8As and interview them before you make a final decision. So that's another option. Uh, When you're looking at agencies, uh, and I didn't mention, under that simplified procedure, you can do a similar thing. You can have a small limited pool, try to get three or more proposals, but you can have a limited pool of vetted vendors that you know you wanna work with, uh, participate. Um, We've seen that recently in a lot of uh, high-profile acquisitions. Uh, And then uh, another, obviously, other transaction I've talked about that multiple times on this channel another great way where you can either award directly under an OTA if you're not concerned about running a competition for the operationalization of your prototype or you can run a very streamlined acquisition for the OTA. And then you're protected under US 2371B to be able to sole source back to that vendor for additional operational support. Um, so these are some mechanisms agencies can use. Well, that's great. Let's say all the agencies are watching these videos and you know they start doing this stuff tomorrow. How does industry respond to it? Well, there's a few things industry should do. One, if you're a one of these vendors, like an 8 vendor or a non-traditional vendor or a vendor who's capable of delivering these capabilities, um, Make sure agencies know who you are. Make sure you're out there. You're you're branding yourself properly. You're marketing properly. You're not wasting a lot of time and money cold calling contracting officers as if they're going to throw money at you because they won't. But you're actually getting into these program interaction events, uh, such as industry days and uh, venues where you can talk to program offices and let them know what it is you can do for them so they know they can reach out to you when they hit this point. Internally, prepare for the swirl, especially if you're a small business. This is the time of year where you have back-to-back, maybe one on top of each other, proposals, oral presentations, all these agencies that are taking this great advice to do these challenges and down selections and oral interviews. It can also create a lot of work and burden on, on the business side. Uh, I think it's worth it, but these are all the things you have to deal with. So you have to start positioning yourself, maybe bringing in outside resources temporarily to help you kind of manage the flow of, of work that's coming up. But that's ultimately what you have to do. You know, Stay on top of postings and make sure you're reaching out. Now's the time to reach out to those folks that you know um, may be dealing with these sort of end of year budgets uh, and have needs in areas that you can satisfy. So there you go, Travis, I hope that was helpful. Everybody else, I hope that was helpful. Uh, Again, I I love getting suggestions on videos to make. It makes this a lot easier for me. Uh, I can talk about this stuff all day long, but there's no sense talking about it unless you actually wanna learn about it. So I appreciate it. Uh, You keep watching them, I'll keep making them, and most importantly, keep innovating. And until next week, cheers.